Welcome to A Year in the Bible with Pastor Doyle Jackson. Day 163, Esther chapters 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. Lifestyle of an Ancient King. Day 163. Most of us have no way of understanding the wealth and the power of kings of the ancient world. We have the imagination that we are smarter and more sophisticated because we have central air and smart devices. There's some evidence that would seem to indicate that we are actually weaker in intelligence and physical ability in a head-to-head comparison. See, we rely on technology to think for us. They actually had to answer questions themselves. They couldn't just ask their phone. Esther is a powerful book because it's inviting us to imagine how to live as God's people in an ungodly culture. You'll note that God is not mentioned in the text, but He is clearly in charge. The opening scene is in the palace of the king of Persia. His kingdom extends from India to Egypt. Listen just to the king's party in Esther chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. For a full 180 days... He displayed the vast wealth of his kingdom and the splendor and the glory of his majesty. When these days were over, the king gave a banquet, lasting seven more days, in the enclosed garden of the king's palace for all the people from the least to the greatest who were in the citadel of Susa. Wow. I mean, imagine that. How do you party for a half of a year? Then during the celebration... Get into a fight with your spouse? Hold it. That actually makes sense. This is like every reality show we ever watch. Drama under the pressure of this huge, I don't know, wedding celebration, graduation party. See, God uses this to open the door for His redemption and protection of His people. More than that, to uphold His promise to Israel and His promise to all orphans. I don't know why the king and his men thought that a law could improve respect in the home and in marriage. Only putting God first will improve respect in the home. Chapter 2 opens with an ungodly man trying to put the pieces of his broken life back together. It should not be considered biblical advice for marriage, but it does teach us something. What I love in the picture of Mordecai caring for Hadassah, the orphan, is just the way God works. And just by the way, the word Hadassah means righteousness, and Esther means hiddenness. So Esther was God's hidden righteousness in the midst of captivity, and she saves a nation. That's beautiful. Like all great stories, there's a villain. Mordecai uncovers a plot to assassinate King Xerxes. In chapter 3, King Xerxes honors Haman, who it turns out wants to exterminate the Jewish people. Amazingly, that's a power that some kings held in antiquity. And some people still hope to wield that power today. Yeah, they just think they can exterminate a whole group of people. Yet this all exists in Scripture to reveal God is the true king or ruler of all kings and all the earth. Keep reading with me. Let's pray first. Lord, I'm glad you're my king. Help me remember I'm part of your kingdom today, all day long. Jesus, you're my king. Amen. Good reading. It's God's word.